And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, it is time to sit down with my friend Carlin Maddox, one of my favorite people to have on the show. And I have him back on frequently because there is so much to talk about. When you're talking about Alzheimer's, I've had it in my family, unfortunately, and so have many others across this great nation. Carlin's wife, uh, Martha, was stricken with this disease, and it was such a devastating process. But so much was learned along the way. Carlin has written a book about it. I hope you can pick it up. It's on Amazon, wherever books are sold. A Path Revealed, How Hope, Love, and Joy Found Us Deep and Amaze, called Alzheimer's. And you can also check him out on his website as well, which is carlinmaddox.com. Carlin, welcome back to the show, my friend. And it's always good to talk to you. Thank you very much, Noah. It's good to talk to you as well. Just in terms of uh, identifying me, let me just spell the name for folks because I have a sort of peculiar spelling. It's C-A-R-L-E-N-M-A-D-D-U-X.com. Uh, I get I get called a lot of different names, but that's the way to spell it right now, Noah. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. Well, I hope people check out your book and your website. There's so much great information on both and in both, as a matter of fact. And there's such a great story about the path that emerged in some pretty dark hours for you and your wife as your wife went through Alzheimer's. And I know we've talked about it before in one of our earlier chats and on some other radio shows. I've heard it as well. In the book, what is the reason, because I think it's an important one, what's the reason that you don't capitalize Alzheimer's when you're talking about it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, as um, many people may, well, they may or may not know uh, in terms of where the name comes from, uh, a doctor early, well, 100 years ago, 120 years ago, discovered this uh, uh, disease, uh, uh, gave, gave it his name, gave it his name, Dr. Loy, I think A-L-O-I-S, Alzheimer's, A-L-L-S, hey, I won't spell Alzheimer's, but it's, it was, so it's been capitalized ever since, the disease has, but, you know, Noah, going through this thing, I just, uh, I decided the disease doesn't deserve uh, the respect of being capitalized after after going through 17 years with this. So I just, in my book, uh, uh, refused to capitalize uh, the the name of the disease. And that's no disrespect to Dr. Alzheimer's, but it, that's just uh, the way I felt about it. I agree with you. It's it's a devastating disease. And, you know, we're trying to beat this thing. Everybody's trying to beat this thing, get through it as best they can. You and your wife had a long journey, a lot of, lot of downs, but very many ups as well, which we're going to get into. In case people don't know a lot about you, you, uh, you you've been a journalist and an editor, and uh, that's been a great way to be able to write about this journey. And hopefully it's been able to bring hope to others as they go through the process as well. And I really hope that they can also benefit from what we're going to talk about next, which are, again, more of Martha's paintings. Last time we talked about the kind of self-portrait of Martha and why you like that one so much. This next one that we're going to be going over, uh, which I just recently looked at uh, today, it's called Piano Man. Tell us why you like this one so much. Well, as we've described, uh, just a little Uh, uh, catch the people up a little bit. 
18 months, uh, when Martha was diagnosed in 1997, she was 50 years old. Her comp- she was a very confident woman, very energetic, and her confidence just went through the floor. And it just, she was for a long, long time was listless and uh, confused and whatever. And uh, then she started, uh, our sister-in-law encouraged her to get into a watercolor painting class with her. And they did, and Martha just began painting in just the most vivid of colors. The uh, The teacher would hand Martha a black and white sketch, and Martha would just paint. It was not a paint-by-the-numbers thing. And uh, so this particular one called The Piano Man, it just, it just r- reminds me of Martha. Martha loved to dance, she loved to sing, didn't play the piano that much, but I just call her kind of dancing, juke dancing. And this this just picture reminds me of just uh, juke playing. I mean, it's it, it, the keyboard is waved, the piano is in waves, and Martha just put in colors of blue and gold and red and uh, and green and just and somehow made it all all work. And I could, as I uh, look at that even now, I can hear. Martha singing and dancing and just having a great time with her friends and just uh, going at it with it. And that's just, that's why, why I, I, I like it so much. I've, I've given that painting to uh, my daughter, her uh, uh, nine-year-old daughter does play the piano. So we've got it hung over the piano there. And so it, it's just a great memory. That's, that's why you know I didn't know Martha but but from looking at the painting some of the things you described and knowing uh, what Martha was able to do before she was stricken with Alzheimer's I actually was picturing maybe her dancing around the there's a very um, lively feel and aura to the picture with a lot of the waves that yeah. you were describing the colors that, that are used are very vivid and so it really I think shows Martha's personality absolutely that's that and her self-portraits we talked about before the, the, the ones that come through the most as far as her personality and um uh, yeah it's just um she, she just the energy that mark that seemed to have been lost it was coming out in some of these paintings uh, in this way it's just very uh very healing, very, uh, very making you feel feel good, even though we were in the middle of uh, just a very serious kind of a disease. And it's also great that this was able to be passed down to your daughter and your granddaughter as well, and it's something that keeps the family alive. I love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So now my question is about the art process overall. You mentioned that Martha had lost a lot of her confidence when she was going through this disease. Did the art process help bring some of that back, Carlin? Oh, that's an understatement, Noah. Her confidence rebounded like I didn't expect to see again. I mean, she was all into going, she would have me go out with her to the craft store and buy the colors and the the brushes and stuff like that. And she was just all energetic about it. 
there was one point that our sister-in-law had a uh, had a showing at her house with Martha's paintings and KK, the sister-in-law's paintings. And a couple of people even bought some paintings and had friends and family there. And that was just Martha's energy and engagement uh, there was just unbelievable to me. Her art teacher um, put a, a couple of Martha's paintings out on the out on St. Pete Beach at a at a gallery there at a showing and uh, put a price tag on them for two hundred bucks each. Uh, nobody bought it at that, but Martha was just, she just, uh, she was beaming to have her paintings there. And so it just brought, brought her back in ways that I didn't expect to see come back. And this went on for about two to three years, Noah. Oh, wow. And then, and then, uh, just, it just the, the interest in painting, uh, just disappeared. Uh, but that was, that was a great two to three year time period but during the period uh, while she was painting the confidence seemed to always be there yeah yeah i mean it was not uh, when you got away from the painting sometimes it would fade the confidence would fade out but uh, she she was going to class once a week and she was working on these things uh, these paintings uh, during the week some and so yeah, I mean, it was there a lot more than it was not. Uh, I mean, for the first 18 months, it just she was just not the Martha I knew. I mean, she was still able to talk and whatever else, but she just wasn't engaged and just it was a totally different Martha coming mm. with once she got into this painting, that was that's that's just one of the real gifts that came out. I mean, people have asked me, said, "Turning uh, Alzheimer's is such a." tragic uh, and dark and scary place. Um, why did you title your book, uh, Path Revealed, How Hope, Love, and Joy Found Us Deep in a Maze Called Alzheimer's? Mm-hmm. And this is one of the reasons. Uh, this, is, this is one of the great joys that happened during uh, the, the painting was just a, a real joy, joyful period for us. That's great. I love hearing about it. And I hope others can experience something like this, especially maybe they're hearing this and they're like, hey, well, maybe I should try art with my loved one. And maybe that'll help them with that process. I mean, that's what this is all about. Carlin Maddox with us, right? No, go ahead, Carlin. Sorry. uh, Yeah, just uh, art or maybe dancing or singing, depending on what a person's interest is. Maybe uh, I I, I saw uh, online a... uh, uh, a fellow who had been just totally into himself and totally unengaged and a group that he used to play with uh, came out to visit him in the home where he was and they brought their instruments and he sat down on the piano and he just started playing away. It was just an amazing kind of thing to watch. And so this this art and dance music gets to areas and the person where just verbal conversations and rational rational thinking uh, cannot at, at times. And hopefully it can keep people going for as long as possible. Carlin Maddox is my guest right here on Across the County. CarlinMaddox.com. Again, I'll spell it out because Carlin wants to make sure that you go to the proper place at C-A-R-L-E-N-M-A-D-D-U-X. CarlinMaddox.com. 
com. And he's just such a gifted man with being able to write down the journey that has uh, been, uh, it's been, it was a long process for both Martha and himself. He was a journalist and an editor, and really his words on page are going to speak to you in ways that I, I think are going to enlighten your life and the lives of those that are maybe going through this same disease. Carlin, perhaps sharing your story has brought you a certain sense of accomplishment that you're able to make impacts on others' lives. And was that the initial reason to write the book, other than, of course, documenting the story of Martha? Yeah, I mean, there a mix of motives here, Noah. And uh, one, um, I've been encouraged by a couple of friends, really a couple of retired ministers, who I've been sending some um, pages from my uh, from my journal to, and they just told me, "Say, Carlin, you've got to you, you you need to write a book on this." And I just while while we're going through this with Martha, I just I was not up to it. And um, uh, then after Martha died in 2014, I just remembered what they were telling me and thinking. I said, so I went back into the, my journal that I've been keeping. I had I had uh, 17 books after I got through with writing my journal and started opening it up. And I said, oh, I don't know if I can do this. This is just wrong. But I, I finally just uh, hiked up my belt here and decided, okay, let's go. Let's go ahead and write it, and um, and that that's what I did. I, I um, just just want to make one comment, uh, Noah. Sure. In terms of, I, I um, really don't use journey to describe what we went through. I, I use the word odyssey intentionally, and that's not to correct you or anybody else. I just I, I just find journey to be a uh, a little too planned and tamed for what we did go through. Uh, and the classical sense of odyssey for me, you wake up one day in a strange and foreign land, you're hurt, you're confused, you're lost, and all you want to do is get back home. And um, you go anywhere and you'll do anything. And when you do get home, and that is if you get home, you just discover home is not the same place as when you left, and you're not the same person. And that that better describes what I went through uh, as a caregiver for 17 years with Martha. And I, I just wanted to elaborate on that for folks because I think they could, they could, anybody who's gone through that can identify with that uh, to, to some degree. I agree, and, and I don't even necessarily think that is pigeonholed to Alzheimer's. You can pretty much relate that to several different uh, horrible diseases that someone may be going through. And I think in that process, every single individual, like you just said, they're wanting to get back to home. They're wanting to get back to right. normal. And so Odyssey is a much better word. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Have you gotten, I'm curious, uh, have you gotten uh, feedback uh, since the book has been written about maybe lives that it has touched or insight that it has given certain individuals that were struggling going through this? Yeah, no, I have. And it's been very uh, uh, touching and heartwarming for me. 
to, I mean, I mean, our story is not anybody else's story, and anybody else's story is not our story. But uh, being able to share stories seems to touch in, in ways uh, that just putting facts out there just doesn't quite get to. And, and I don't know how many people I've heard from. It, it, it's been a, a good number. And, um, and it's just, and it's, and it's great to be able to make connections. And I, in, in my blog, I try to be as open with people as I can and just say, look, if you want to ever compare notes, uh, just uh, email me and we can get on the phone and talk some here. And um, so, you know, I can help with source and resource information as well as just sort of the emotional and spiritual dimensions of this thing that that uh, hit us and be able to compare with them and and see if they uh, if it connects with them and um, and it's just important to be able to. If you, it's just important to be able to get it out and 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 talk with talk with other folks about what you're going through. You brought up a very interesting and accurate point. This is a very spiritual journey, isn't it? Absolutely, and I just just make it something clear on my book. Um, uh, it, it, my book is not a caregiver guidebook. There were very few in 1997 when Martha was diagnosed at age 50. There are a lot of good uh, guidebooks out today, but uh, neither is uh, Alzheimer's the focus of my book. Alzheimer's is the context. Um, My book, uh, the the focus of my book is the the, um, unfolding of this spiritual path, this spiritual odyssey that... um, uh, we went through and just what helped to help bring hope to us and joy to us and love to us when things seem to be most desperate and most discouraging. Uh, and so that's what the focus is, but it's all within the context of Alzheimer's disease. Wrapping up here, I want you to share something that I've always found very fascinating. I know it was that suggestion of a minister um, and friend of yours that you and Martha visited a Catholic nun and a monk in the hills of Kentucky. Tell us about that, because I think this story is fascinating. Yeah, when we got home from uh, Martha being diagnosed, uh, the first words she told me, she said, Carly, I do not want to tell a soul. I don't want to tell our children. I don't want to tell my parents and brothers. And I certainly don't want to tell our friends. But uh, this retired minister and longtime friend by the name of Lacey, uh, she was willing to talk to. And so we so called Lacey. He came the next day. And after he got over the shock of our news, he just suggested to us, he said, look, I have a good friend who is a retreat director uh, in Kentucky at the Sisters of Loretta, and she has about the finest gift of discernment I know. And I, I, I don't know what you would get out of a visit with her, but I think it would be most meaningful. And um, and so we decided to go up and drove up to visit with her for a week, uh, about three weeks after Martha's diagnosis. 
and so and we would meet with her in the mornings for an hour or two, and then she would leave us to ourselves the rest of the day to just walk these grounds about eight hundred acres there and uh, and just vent and pray and cry and laugh and do whatever we felt like doing um just the the last day that we left uh, on the day we left these were her words uh to us and they have stuck with me ever since even now uh, she says uh, she said uh, Carla and Martha I, uh, she says your main calling here uh at this time is to trust that you belong to God and not to yourselves and to deepen your love for God and between yourselves. And I remember thinking at the time, Noah, that um, we should be able to do that. I just didn't realize then how difficult that can be, and and yet how significant and important her insight would be for us throughout our 17-year odyssey. Uh, and that was just that was, that was just very moving and very significant uh, thing to, for us to remember as we went through this time. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's very that's very deeply personal, and it's also I think very very comforting at the same time for people hearing that. Yeah, I mean it's, it's not just applicable to Alzheimer's, as you pointed out, to any kind of significant crisis where. You have lost control. You don't have control. You want control. You you want to direct this thing, but you just need to realize that you don't. Well, I knew the outlines of that story. You had told me the story before, but I don't think you told me what was said. So I'm digesting it as we're speaking, and uh, it's past powerful stuff. It is. It's very powerful. I was just reviewing it uh, for some other health issue reasons I'm going through right now, and uh, uh, just uh, just it, it it goes deep in me. Your main calling at this time is to trust that you belong to God, mm. not to yourself, mm. and to deepen your love for God and with 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 yourselves. Yeah, and you and I were talking briefly off the air, and you know I'm going through certain challenges as well on a health basis. And at the end of the day, you just have to give it to God. As difficult as it is, because it can be difficult, I'm not going to lie. And you have to pray to God daily, and have you know Him make sure that you're in alignment with Him and not the other way around. And that at the end of the day, His will be done. And he'll get you through to the other side. In one way or the other, he's going to get you through to the other side. Amen, brother. So we're closing here, Carlin. We do have a couple of minutes left on Across the County. Carlin Maddox, my guest. Again, go to carlinmaddox.com. You can also pick up his book, A Path Revealed, How Hope, Love, and Joy Found Us Deep in a Maze Called Alzheimer's. Again, so much to dive into with this book and this discussion. I know this won't be the last time we have Carlin on the show. I've loved discussing that other painting that I just saw today, Piano Man, I, I, it's so full of life, and it actually makes me smile when I'm looking at it, Carlin. So thank you for going over that today. You bet. I enjoyed doing that with you, Noah. Any closing words that you have for our listening audience that might encourage them if they're going through this process with a loved one? Yeah. 
it's, it's and, and and this can be a cliche, but it's just as it's just as important to care for yourself as it is for your loved one. And we caregivers uh, don't sometimes don't understand that until it may be too late or deep into the process. But it, it, it's time. It, it is time to just take care of yourself. And uh, probably the greatest gift I received was when our two oldest children, after they graduated from college and returned home, this was about five years after Martha was diagnosed, uh, they came up to me and and they said, Daddy, uh, we'd like to give you a weekend a month off. And I looked at them and I said, really? Are you sure? And they said, yes. And so I spent... Uh, the, most of those weekends um, up at a monastery near here to where I sit out in an orange grove and just vent and cry and pray and walk and read and write and whatever. But at the same time, the kids with Martha, with her adult kids, were able. she was able to have a fun time with them, laugh with them. And, and uh, several of her abilities were di- were diminishing pretty rapidly at that time, but she was still able to walk and go get ice cream. And she loved to laugh, and they loved to laugh with her. And that, that was just a very good thing. Not everybody has that kind of opportunity, but if you can find a friend to help you out, uh, just don't make this my project alone because it's, you're just not going to be able to handle it all alone. It's just it's just almost impossible to uh, be a caregiver in a crisis like this alone. I love that you brought this up again because I will say this in closing. This is one thread that has carried into each of our conversations, Carlin, and that shows you how important this is because as loving as you are as an individual or that somebody else might be as a caregiver, you can't do it alone. It is an immense burden. I don't mean that in a negative way. And you have to have help in some aspect at some level along the odyssey i was going to say journey but uh the odyssey is much is a much better word but again so thank you for sharing that again because being in every one of our conversations that shows the importance of that so hopefully people take that into heart as well Noah, thank you very much. Noah, here on Across... Oh, Carlin, you become honestly one of my favorite guests, so thank you for stopping by the show once again, and uh, you're always welcome back here, my friend, anytime. Okay. All right. Thank you. Noah here on Across the County. Go to carlinmaddox.com. Again, if you need help with that, that's C-A-R-L-E-N-M-A-D-D-U-X.com. And check out his book, Wherever Fine Books Are Sold, A Path Revealed, How Hope, Love, and Joy Found Us Deep in a Maze Called Alzheimer's. There's more coming up right here. Stay tuned.